Own Your Creativity, Episode 32. Now, one of the common misconceptions about writing screenplays is that it's mainly about dialogue. You're listening to the Own Your Creativity podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Johnston. I'm an author, professor, and podcaster, and I help people tell their story. On today's episode, I'm going to demystify screenplay structure for you by giving you three essential tips that will literally transform your understanding of how to write screenplays. To go along with today's episode, I've created a one-page PDF for you with a graphic of screenplay structure. You can get this free handout by going to bit.ly forward slash structure 32, bit.ly forward slash structure 32. On the other hand, if you're driving or jogging or in a situation where you can't access this download, that's okay. You can still benefit from today's talk. And later when you get home, you can sign up for the PDF and use it to remind you of what you've learned today. And so that link again is bit.ly forward slash structure 32. Now this graphic I sent you in the PDF is uh, from the book, uh, from a book by Sid Field. And he's pretty much the go-to person for people who want to write screenplays. And in this chart, he gives us pretty much what you'd find in most books about writing for film. And, you know, this is really an important thing to remember. When you are looking for a book out there to help you write your screenplay, it's really important just to choose the one that you relate to the best. They all pretty much have the same information. They may describe it differently, but what it all boils down to is what I'm going to be talking to you about today that's in this chart that you have on your PDF. So I'm going to be talking about the three-act structure. I'm going to be talking about character transformation, and I'm going to be talking about your hero's problem and how that's all related to screenplay structure. To start us off, though, I'm going to tell you a little story. I've been writing creatively since I was an adolescent and probably many of you um, are in the same situation that you've always written or, or used to write when you were a child or, or a teenager and then maybe into ad- adulthood that tapered off. But um, for me, it wasn't until I went to university and a professor that I wrote an essay for took an interest in my writing. He called me into his office and asked if I ever thought of going into creative writing. I hadn't. In fact, I didn't even know you could take such a course. I had this crazy idea that stories just wrote themselves. I'd never really considered that there was a writer on the other side of the films or books. You know, the books that I had my nose buried in and, uh, you know, that there was actually people there who made all that magic happen on the other side of the book, as it were. So I applied for the program and it was quite difficult to get accepted. They took only 16 students each year. Months went by and I pretended I wasn't concerned at all about my application and whether I got in or not. Until one day in the mail, there was the letter from the university. I opened it up, saw that I was accepted, and burst into tears. They were happy tears, of course. You see, I didn't know until that very moment how much I really wanted to get into that program. I didn't realize until just then how much I had inside of me that wanted expression through a creative outlet. And after I got into the creative writing program, I went on to take a master's in screenwriting. And while there, I started teaching and just loved it. 
And I realized that I had a knack for breaking down complex ideas into easy, actionable steps for my students. What people found per perplexing was easy for me to explain and teach, and it was very rewarding. It still is, and I'm still teaching over 20 years later. The thing is, though, even though I've got lots of publications to my credit, and I'm really proud of what I've accomplished, I was caught up in a daily routine of teaching and forgot about making room in my own life for creativity. So in 2013, I decided that had to change. I made a short film based on a poem I wrote, submitted it into film festivals where it was shortlisted in the competitions, and then in 2014, I started helping others make room in their life for creativity in a bigger way. So in the end, I've spiraled back to that girl who opened the envelope to read her acceptance letter, except this time, it was me who in my mind wrote my own acceptance letter when I decided I would make more room in my life for creativity. You know, unlike those people of quiet desperation that Thoreau speaks of, I wasn't going to go to my grave without singing my song. Can you relate to that feeling of having something you want to express, but feeling you can't because of your responsibilities to your job or family, or that you just don't know where to begin and think maybe it's too late? As George Eliot puts it, it's never too late to be who you are meant to be. It's something that I think it's really important for us to remind ourselves about because we often forget about how important it is to stand up to our, our potential. And, uh, and so I really like this quote because it reminds me to keep on track with who I am meant to be and strive towards that each and every day. And, you know, anything is possible and there's no time like the present. So now I'm going to teach you the three most important things you need to know about writing your screenplay. The three-act structure, character transformation, and your hero's problem. So now you'll want to turn to that PDF I sent you and take some notes. And while you're listening and taking notes, tune into the new things you're learning tonight. Those things that give you that aha moment, okay? For those of you who don't have the PDF in front of you right now, I'll explain. We've got a graphic with a horizontal line, and this line is divided into three sections. The first section is Act 1, or the setup, and the second is Act 2, or the rising confrontation. And the last section is Act 3, which is also known as the resolution. So this three-act structure provides you with the spine of your story, and it's what everything else hangs on. And you need to know that in order to write your script. It's what's going to hold all of your creativity and present it in a way that others can understand and enjoy your story. Now, one of the common misconceptions about writing screenplays is that it's mainly about dialogue. So people sit down at the computer and start with that. Then hours, days, months later, they have pages and pages of dialogue, but they don't have any story. That's why we start with the structure first. It helps you shape your story so that you aren't floating on the sea of ideas with no land in sight. Now, when we watch a film, we probably don't realize that there is a structure to it. We're so busy enjoying the story, being immersed in the world of the characters, that we don't pay attention to how it's put together. Even after the film is over, we don't typically analyze how the story was made. But if you want to write screenplays, it's a good idea to start doing just that and as much as you can. 
Story structure has been around for a long time, probably since the beginning of time. And in 335 BC, Aristotle wrote about it in his book, Poetics. And his theories on it have informed pretty much every book on the topic of story structure since then. In a nutshell, every story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And we use this story structure all the time in our everyday lives. We use it when we tell our co-workers about the traffic jam we got into that day or how the internet was down and so we had to rush to a Tim Hortons to hop onto some of the some of the free internet there. And uh, you know, and so we talk about how we overcame the obstacles in our day. It's a natural impulse that we don't you know, need to think about in order to use it in our daily lives. But when it comes to crafting a story, it's essential to think about it. And it's essential to understand the different parts of the three-act structure. So on your page, I want you to write a few things. Okay, so take out that page. And now the purpose of the first act is to introduce the story. So you can write that down there. Okay, the first act, it says beginning act one. So that part the purpose is to introduce the story. Now the second act is the biggest part in the middle of your chart and here you get more involved with the character and their problem or quest. Okay, so you get more involved with them and there, there's a rising escalation of drama in the second act. The third act resolves the story for the character. Okay, and you can see here it says resolution. And um, in the end, in the resolution, your main character is either successful, in which case your story has a happy ending, or they are unsuccessful, and in that case, it's a sad or tragic ending. Now, that's the overall arc of the story. And every well-written script will have that structure. Now, let's take a closer look at the first act, the setup. And again, you might want to jot down a few notes on your PDF as I go along. The first act is where you will introduce many things, such as the characters. You will establish the genre, and the genre is the type of film that it is, whether it's drama or comedy, for instance. You'll also introduce the location, era, or time period. As well, you'll give a sense of the everyday life of your main character, the status quo. So what's it like to be them in their world? And then near the end of the first act, you'll introduce the thing that will challenge your hero and the thing that they will have to deal with in the rest of the film. Okay? So the second act. Here things get more complicated for your main character as they wrestle with the thing or issue or person that has turned their life upside down and threatened their status quo. In the second act, you'll have a series of scenes that increase in intensity as the story progresses. In the third act, this is where the hero will have to do battle with their demons once and for all. And those demons can be metaphorical or literal, uh, literal ones. And if they're successful, which they use, usually are, as I said, it's a happy ending. You'll notice that in discussing structure, I'm talking a lot about character. And that is the real secret to understanding story structure. You have to have a character going through something in order to write a screenplay. So that leads me to the second secret of writing a screenplay, and that's transformation. Your main character has to have a problem that they need to solve or overcome throughout the film. 
Your character has to be different than he was at the beginning of the story. Now, if we take my little story that I related to you earlier, we can see the underlying structure of that character's story. She went to university and her life was challenged by the professor who encouraged her to take a different path than the one she was on. That was her status quo. Life was grand for a while doing this creative thing in a teaching context. Then she found herself overwhelmed by the day-to-day -day aspect of life. And while she was teaching others about their creativity, hers was on the back burner on Simmer. So she changed direction once again, and that led to her resolution, being able to work at her day job and make room in her life for her creativity. Now, in this story, I left out a lot of the confrontation, i.e. the second act, but I left that out for the sake of brevity. Notwithstanding, you still get the idea of how a simple story about how I came to be here speaking to you today has that three-act structure. The second secret to writing your screenplay is not just that there needs to be a transformation, but that you know what is going to happen for your character before you begin to write. Now, I'll repeat that. You need to know what's going to happen to your main character before you begin to write your script. Okay? Before you type in fade in, you need to know what happens at the fade out. And that's a trick you can use to help shape your story right now. Will your hero be successful or not? Answer that, and now you're ready to begin writing. You're ready to begin your first act. Now, you don't have to know all of the details. All you have to know is, is your main character going to be successful or not? And that's going to determine everything that you, that you write down. So the final tip I promised you today is about your hero's problem. That's the thing they overcome and leads to their transformation. But to overcome that problem, they're going to need the help of other characters. That's the way your character's struggle becomes externalized. And in a film, you need it to be visual. Unlike a novel where you can be in the head of a character the whole time without any other characters, in a film, you need to have characters that your hero butts up against. That's how you make the second act so interesting and increasingly dramatic. Do you see how everything is connected in writing a screenplay? Even though we can talk about each part separately, they do work in tandem, and that's the fun of writing for the screen. Pretty cool, isn't it? So today I talked about screenplay structure and gave you three essential tips you need to know before you begin writing your screenplay. Now I'd love to hear from you. Join me in my Facebook group, the Own Your Creativity Cafe, and let me know what your aha moment was in today's episode about screenplay structure. On next week's show, you're in for a real treat as I talk to Jen Gilchrist of the Empowered Women's Leadership. She's a coach that helps people step into their purpose and share their gifts with the world. Jen will share some of her story next week and how she embraced her own creativity so she could impact the world in a greater way. Until next time, own your creativity.